0: To ...workshop and forge. Marianne was working by the light of a window overlooking the yard, a coal fire blazing in the hearth. She leaned forward and cleared an area of frost-patterned glass. This morning, everything sparkled with frosty rime. It was good to work cosily indoors, and she smiled. Marianne would be the first to admit she fell short of the fashionable ideal of rounded prettiness... Popularized by young Queen Victoria, who was not yet thirty. "'Mary Anne's thirty-second birthday was past, "'and she considered herself a skinny, mature matron. "'Soon, silver threads would appear among the raven black. "'However, since she spent little time in front of a looking-glass, "'she was unaware that her glowing smile was memorable. "'She considered herself fortunate.' "'married to Ewan for fifteen years, "'caring for five children, "'and leading a busy, useful life, "'keeping an eye on her husband's finances. "'Their home was simply but comfortably furnished. "'Her husband was kind and hard-working, "'and she'd spent many happy hours, "'seated by the warm hearth with a bairn on her lap, "'singing the old Irish songs while the children listened. "'Mary Anne's beautiful voice was a delight,' accompanied by Ewan on the violin. He had a silver touch with the instrument, as sympathetic with music as he was with frightened or injured animals encountered in the daily round. Mary MacGregor's life was filled with quiet contentment these days. It seemed an age ago, since heartbroken Mary Ann O'Malley, aged seventeen, had married Ewan MacGregor, Scottish blacksmith, a man for whom she felt affection, but not love. In sorrow, shame, and desperation, she had hastily married a good man who deserved better. Yet strangely enough, for fifteen years they had lived together quite happily. But sometimes, wistfully, she would remember another house, another man. Marianne quickly banished the thought. She would not allow memory to stray down that dangerous path. She dipped the pen into the inkwell and resumed the sobering task of their monthly expenditure. Two gross, best quality six inch clout nails, one and threepence. Three tons smiddy gum. That was specially selected small coal for use in the furnace, and it seemed it became more costly with every trundle of the coal cart from the railway wagon. Next came tallow candles, oil for lamps, and cartridges for Ewan's gun. Though she grudged the price of ammunition, the gun was essential. Her husband shot rabbit, hare, and pigeon on authorised common ground for the stewpot. In his careful way, Ewan kept the gun on a high ledge above the mantelpiece, out of the children's reach, although David, at fourteen the eldest of the family, "'had been allowed to try his hand at shooting under Ewan's strict supervision. "'There was a tug at her sleeve. "'She glanced down at the anxious face of her youngest son, Daniel, aged four. "'What is it, Danny, love? "'Come quick, Mamma! they're fighting in the smiddy. "'What about?' "'She was not unduly worried. "'Arguments were a normal part of daily life "'now that the two older boys were working there with Ewan.' Davy set fire to the wheel. There was flames. Daniel's eyes were round with alarm. He idolised his older brother, but David's mischief was a constant source of anguish. Mary-Anne laughed. Danny, dear, don't worry. Papa will put the flames out. No, mamma. Papa put Davy out. He threw him in the horse trough. That sounded serious. She hurried to investigate The smiddy proper covered a large area, consisting mainly of a high-roofed workshop with double doors facing onto a yard. The arched opening was made high and wide enough for a massive Clydesdale horse to pass easily through. The anvil and forge were at one end, and working accessories included jigs and tools required to make metal-bound wheels for carriages and carts. Both Ewan and Willie Ogilvie, his journeyman were highly skilled wheelwrights and craftsmen. But today, clouds of smoke, steam, and the stench of charred wood greeted Mary Anne. The forge was roaring white-hot and furious, in keeping with her husband's temper.